Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Yisai, this is Rabbi Falk speaking to you from Telstone in Eretz Yisrael, the home base in the Beit Zion, on the Beit Zion podcast. This week's Parsha in Chutzlaretz is Emor. There's a very fascinating Pasuk in Parsha's Emor, in Perak Chav Beis, Pasuk Lamed Beis. The Pasuk says, V'lo Hashem kochi. You shouldn't chas v'sholem. Make a chilol Hashem. A chilol Hashem is one of the worst averas a person could possibly do. Don't make a chilol Hashem. And then the Pasuk continues, V'nikdashti b'soch b'nei Yisrael. But rather, you should be makadesh, shem shomayim. You should make a kiddush Hashem. It seems that these two different extremes, either you're making a chilol Hashem or you're making a kiddush Hashem, it's very strange. There's a lot in between. If a person is not going to, shouldn't make a chilol Hashem, and you, you have to warn him, don't make a chilol Hashem, he's probably not the kind of person who's going to be making a kiddush Hashem. And a person who's making a kiddush Hashem, who is on such a high badrega that he's makadish Hashem Shomayim, he's probably not the person who's making the chilol Hashem. Says the Chassam Seifer, a beautiful, beautiful pshat. The Chassam Seifer quotes the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Tzadik Gimel Amud Aleph, the Maisa with Hananya Mishol Vazaria, who refused to be over Avodah to bow down to the Vuchanetzer. Instead, they went with the whole mass of people, so many people, and everybody bowed down with the threat of death if they would not bow down and humble themselves in front of the Vuchanetzer. And Hanani Mishob Azariah refused. And they stood tall and they did not bow down. And they made a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. They were taken and thrown into a pit with a tremendous fire to be burnt alive. And a Kaddish Baruch who made a tremendous nace because of their mysterious nefesh, that they were willing to give their lives not to be over the Vodazara. And they walked around in the fire pit without being burnt. They pulled them out and they saw what an unbelievable nace it was, what a tremendous Kiddush Hashem that they did. And then the Gemara says, what happened to Hananiah, Mishol, Vazariah after that Misa? We don't hear anything about them afterwards. That's the last time we hear, hear about Hanan, Mishol, Vazariah. You would think they were the G'dayle Ador. There should be a glorious story of what happened after that tremendous Misa. And nothing's mentioned. The Gemara in Sanhedrin on Sadi Gimel asked the question, what happened to them? And the Gemara says a fascinating thing. The Gemara says that they drowned in the spit of the Oivdei Kochavim, of the Goyim. Shebaroik Tovu. They drowned in the spit of the Oivdei Kochavim. What in the world does that mean? Explains the Marshon, explains the Chassam Seifer. He says that when they had such a tremendous Kiddush Hashem, all the Goyim that were there looked around and they saw the other Jews had bowed down. And they they were like, if you have such a God who saves Hanani Mishol Vazario that you can turn to, how in the world did you bow down? And they spit at the Jews and Hanani Mishol Vazario drowned in that spit. The Marshal says, what does it mean they drowned? He said it was such a busha. It was such a disgrace. You have such an Eloika, the, the Goyim said, you have such a God and you're bowing down to one of Eidezara. What's wrong with you people? From that tremendous Chiddush Hashem of Hananiah Mishol Azariah came out a terrible Chilol Hashem 
by all of those other people because they didn't look and they didn't appreciate and they didn't learn from that chil, from that Kiddush Hashem that Hananiah Mishob Azariah had done. And when a person has a opportunity of a tremendous awakening, a tremendous Hisarus, a tremendous Hakorah of a Kaddish Baruch Hu that he can reach, and he sees something unbelievable, you see a nace, you see a Kaddish Baruch Hu being Megal himself, you get this tremendous spiritual closest to a Kaddish Baruch Hu that you can have, and you don't take advantage of that, that causes a tremendous Chilul Hashem. The Mikhtam Eliyahu Rav brings down in the third Chiluk, on page 127, he says that when a person has a Hisairus, when a person has something that uplifts him, and he feels so close to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he has to immediately make sure that he's koiveya, that feeling. He has to establish that feeling. He has to right away do something in order to make sure that that feeling is not just a feeling, but it becomes a reality with him. It becomes part of his life. And he says if a person has a tremendous hisairus, a tremendous awakening, a, a, a tremendously spiritual experience, and he feels so close and you feel so... And he doesn't do something to establish that, to be koveya that, to make sure that that feeling will manifest it, manifest itself in, in his actions. If he doesn't do something, take it and use it. Rav Deser says that it's, it's probably worse that he had that, that, that inspiration because he, once you have that inspiration and you don't do something with it, so then you, that inspiration becomes it numbs the person. I saw that. I felt it. Yeah. And you didn't do anything with it. It's worse to have the inspiration and not do something with it than not to have the inspiration at all, says Rav Desla. Rabbi Isai, we had a beautiful yontif. We're going to have a gaval de galag boimer. We're going to have a tremendous yisoyerus. When we feel that closeness to a Kaddish Baruch, we feel it so many times. But it shouldn't just be a feeling. It shouldn't be a feeling that comes and goes. But the feeling, we have to take it. We have to be koiveya it. We have to make a kvias. We have to do something with that feeling. Something real that stays with us, that changes our lives. We should be zeicha to tremendous yisairus. And we should be zeicha to take that tremendous yisairus and to use it as a kli, as a tool to correct our maisim and to be koiveya that beautiful feeling, not just as a feeling, but that that should become part of our lives.